Let's get to our next guest this morning on HQ. It's James McDonald. Good morning, James. Morning, Dave. How are you? Good, mate. How's your uh, Wednesday morning been? What have you been up to? Uh, not much, actually. Just just cruising, going through the motions, getting ready for today. Perfect. How's your sweating and stuff going? Like, Do you have to be on right on top of it when it comes to every race day now? Have you got a bit of a routine coming to the carnival? Yeah, no, we're pretty good at the moment. So um, just 65 every basically every Saturday, so it um, works pretty well. Fantastic. Mate, I put a little um, thing on social last night about, you know, send a question if you want to ask J-Mac something, because obviously it's a great opportunity for people out there to have a listen to, to get involved. And we had a few questions come through before we get into sort of, you know, your horses that you're riding uh, today. Um, Nature Strip, wanted to know just what you thought of Nature Strip and what it felt like riding him on Saturday. Obviously, you've ridden him when he's absolutely airborne and, and at full tilt. But could you tell midway through that race that you weren't travelling as best as you could be? Um, yeah, well, for sure. He's um, he's never he's always been a high cruising sort of horse, and um, and where he normally wins his races is, is basically between the five hundred and three hundred, and where that's where he actually accelerates himself. But um, he's a horse that tries so hard, so he wears his heart on his sleeve. And at the moment, he's he's just off his best, and he's not. He's not. Um, he can't go any faster at the 500 where he used to be. Is is basically how it is. It's um, they're getting to him. I don't think in his career he's had a horse that's passed him at the 300 meter mark. It's always that if they're, if he's going to get beat, it's at the 50 or 100 um, at that sort of margin. So he has lost a little bit of his zip, um, I, I suppose. And um, as he's entitled to, he's coming to the end of his career, and um, he's. He was bound to come off a, come off his peak. So, yeah, it's just a fact of life, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, here's another question. Uh, Canterbury Stakes, obviously you're locked in to, to Zaki, but, geez, if there was no Zaki, you would have loved to have been on Artorias. Yep, for sure. He's um, going really, really well. So um, he put in a beautiful trial there on um, at Warwick Farm and he gave me a terrific feel. And his form is... Is great, um, especially over in Europe. Yeah, that that came from Brad Taylor. He he was all over it. He said, "Ask him how he feels about not riding." Obviously, notorious. <laughs> and I'm sure Zach will remind you too. If he does go past you, he'll remind you that uh, hey, you, you could have been on this, maybe. <laughs> no doubt about it. He has his two cents worth everywhere else. Eddie, you, you must. I mean, I know you're all mates, and and it's good, but you, you must look at what Zach says, and he's. He's kind of like one of those uh, those footballers. He can just he can get away with just saying anything, and he's just all have a laugh and go, "How good!" He's like uh, he's almost like a bit like Bossy was. You can just say what you want. Yeah, well, he's um, he's obviously done so well in his in his career up there, and um, he's made a he's made a living by doing that. So he's um, <laughs> he's got the gift of the gab, and I, I wouldn't go into in battle with him in a verbal match anyway. Now, um, here's a question. This one came in from uh, Cumber92. What's your golf handicap? Uh, it depends on who I'm playing. If I'm playing Luke Marlowe. No, officially. But, come on, officially. Like if you, if you were playing in a in a proper, you know, a pro-am or like a celebrity pro-am. I think I'm um, 14.9. 14.9. All right. What if, you were, what if you were playing one of the other jocks? Does it get out? Does it get out to like an 18 maybe? 
I love it. Um, this comes from Maggie Payne. Who's the most exciting horse you look forward to riding this autumn? Uh, that's a really good question. Um, well, the the headline one's obviously Animo. Yep. He's, he's another one where we're probably counting down the rides to, for his career to end as well. I think uh, <laughs> looking at the calendar, he's probably three or four rides left on him, so I'll cherish those, I suppose, and he's off to his next chapter. But... Um, Zoo Gotcha's going really well, and if she if she just missed that first run, but it doesn't seem any ill effects to her, so I'm looking forward to riding her this this autumn, I suppose. Here's an interesting one. This one comes in from Tommy. Uh, he says oh, James is a, James is regarded as the best jockey in the world, but obviously might not think he is the best jockey in the world. Who does he think is his number one peer? Ryan Moore's the best jockey in the world, hands down. And why is that? Oh, he's just phenomenal. He reads the race so well. His horses just run. He puts them in the right spots. He keeps it very uncomplicated. And nine times out of ten, he's got clear running at the furlong, which he never seems, if you watch him, he never seems to be held up at all. And, and that's just a knack of reading the race. Do you like it when people call you the best jockey in the world? Not really. <laughs> no. And I guess my next question is too, and I like this, James, because it's better than just talking about, you know, these horses are going to ride today, although that is very important for our bank accounts because we're all trying to, you know, chase a winner. But when you're watching these other riders and and other, you know, continents, whether it be on Sky or Arvo or whatnot, you're always looking to learn and, and sort of see, well, what's Ryan doing? How is Ryan doing that? Or how's Huey doing this? Or how's Christoph doing this? I mean, are you doing that yourself? Oh, for sure. You're in awe of these blokes. They're just so, they're just, it's just so natural to them and, and obviously we're lucky enough to be able to travel around the world and obviously Hong Kong you see you ride against great jockeys then you go to Europe in, in the in the winter time and so you're picking up little things all the time and you're seeing how they work um, but um, you just get in you just yeah you just pick up little things where you'll try it and you go oh that's why that works so well or yeah. bits and bobs but yeah that, those guys you can never stop learning off. No, nah, because I mean, we've we've I've had like Duff and that on the program, and, and punters post boredom, and, and so Duff will say it seems like sometimes James is a furlong ahead of of others when he's making decisions. But then when we see you ride these other guys, say in Hong Kong or overseas, and, and maybe I'm not saying it's easy for you to ride here because it's it's bloody hard in Sydney with the room that we've got, and it's only going to get harder. But you must go to these other jurisdictions and ride against these guys and. And sort of maybe decisions or gaps that you thought might be appearing, they get shut, or you know, it it it, it must blow you away. Um, what's the bit, best bit of advice you've been given by any of these guys? Oh, look, <laughs> they don't give away too much. No, I can imagine. Both um, when 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 you're competing them against them all the time, but um, I think you just, I, I I to be honest with you, I wouldn't have asked any of them for advice in particular. But if you're not smart enough to watch them and pick up things well then you're not going to learn enough anyway two more questions uh, that came in via the socials and i appreciate everyone sending these texts in marty says uh do you have any ambitions to ride overseas on a full-time basis in your career oh it all it all depends probably five years ago yes when i was up in europe i would have loved to have gone there for a, a full season and given it a crack but um probably now with the family it's a little bit different but you never never yeah. know if they got offered a big job but I'd, um, I'm always willing to try new things, that's for sure. And what about this one from the doctor? Are you superstitious? Yes, very. Okay, so what are some of your superstitions? 
Um, I've got I've got a fair few. Um, if I if I don't if my new set of goggles don't ride me a winner on that meeting, they get they don't get ever used again. Fair dinkum. Thrown out, and um, I have a particular whip that I have a lot of luck with, and that only gets used in certain races. So yeah. <laughs> really. Hmm. Because uh, I got a mate. Uh, I got two mates. One mate, if he goes to the pub and backs a horse and watches it on one TV. He won't go back and watch it, and it loses. He won't watch that TV again. So <laughs> after half an hour, he's got to leave the joint because there's no TVs left. And the <laughs> other one, undies. Doesn't back a winner. Starts the day. Doesn't back any winners. Wants to change undies and clothes. So you've got the you've got the whip. Yeah, um, and I've got an Animo tie that I always wear with for Animo when he's racing as well. So <laughs> I like it. There you go. So you're just like us. You're just a normal bloke like all of us, like a fruit loop. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, very much. So. <laughs> yeah, very much. Hey, today at uh, Warwick Farm, you ride some nice horses. You've always got a good book. Um, Capital Heart looks a nice horse in race one. Um, you haven't been on in the trials, but you know these horses are, are trained beautifully by John and Tom. Yeah, for sure, and uh, very well educated. Thousand meters will really suit him. Having a run under his belt will really help him, especially probably with these conditions today, by the looks and. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll give good account of himself. It was a pretty fast run race there the other day, and he only gave out the last little bit, but I'd expect plenty of improvement from him. Uh, what about uh, a horse you rode last start, uh, Pirelli, Fastnet Rock Colt? Um, you rode him at Warwick Farm last time out. He just got beaten at the short odds, but um, he should be better for the run. And the heavy track, I think, will suit him. Yeah, well, that should be in his favour, but let's be honest, he's been very frustrating. He's got a plenty amount of ability and he should have knocked off a maiden by now especially the way he feels um so look yeah like you say wet ground will be helped small field he looks to get his chance very well bred i am jade she's in the i am invisible affiliate of jade marauder in those ingham colors and you trialed her recently yeah for sure she's only been trialing quietly so she's a bit of a sneaky i suppose but she will improve a lot she'll enjoy the given the ground and 1,200 is perfect for her, but um, she's come back in really good order. I've been very happy with her trials, especially she's been ripping through the line. I'm pretty pleased with her. Okay. What about uh, O de V? Um, gee, you've had some luck with these, in these Lindsay colours, haven't you? Yeah, over the years, for sure. Um, she looks like to be progressing on a really good spiral, I suppose, and, um, and peaking fourth up, mild suits. A little bit unlucky last start, but she'll be ripping through the line um, yeah, I, I think she's she's in a really good spot. All right. What about tip of the spear for uh, Annabelle Neat? Strong, strong races that is as well. So he looks to be really well placed here. Um, these 24, 2200-meter races, they seem to be the same old horse whacking around. So they yeah. get their turn, but he's he looks progressive. So there's a little tick there. Uh, what about uh, Saucy Horsey? Loves wet ground and... Yeah, and I think that's what she's looking for. And then Noble Contender, who you didn't ride last start, but you did trial before that. Uh, very frustrating horse, and he and he can really really gallop. Um, I was wrapped with his trial, and I was I was quite I didn't ride him in the next start, but he I thought he'd win that and be hard to beat, and he didn't he didn't attack the line, but I think six furlongs will suit him, and he gets his chance today. Um, he he seems to like softish ground but he's a horse that really good talent so 
as soon as he knocks one off, I think he can shoot through the grades. He might just be lacking a little bit of confidence. All right, perfect. James, before I let you go, so obviously surround stakes on Saturday. Zoo got you. You're going to be back in the saddle riding. Um, obviously, she didn't run last time out, but you're very keen to be on her back and, and go with her all through this campaign, aren't you? Yeah, she she looks very classy, and what she did last preparation was phenomenal. So she's improved off that, and um, she looks one of the fillies of Australia at the moment um, within secret, I suppose, but um, very good filly, yeah. How's your brother going, mate? Is he? Um, I know, obviously, you've had the little one, but I saw him recently watching that uh, that UFC fight at the Chloe, and I didn't want to ask him then and there, but do you think he's getting a bit clucky? Very clucky. Yeah. It's either one, it's on one knee or... Jeez. Or having having a little one. Oh, I think the one knee. Well, it made he, you know, he's he's he can find a winner, and he's doing good things at the sales for obviously Mr. Harvey. So it'd be a bloody big rock. <laughs> yeah. Be huge. Ali, I'll have to. I don't know how Ali will hold it. She'll have arthritis in her hand or something. I don't know how it's going to work. Anyway, mate, um, enjoy your day at Canterbury, and thanks for coming on and answering those questions too, mate. Cheers, guys. Thanks.